The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100. You can win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. And welcome in to the Fantasy Football Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as usual is my guy, Andrew Robb. How are we doing, sir? Happy Sunday. Yes, happy Sunday. Week eight, man. It's uh, it's, it's crazy how fast the... Uh, Seasons flying by us, but uh, an- another crazy day of games. Um, you know, there were some some really good ones, and then there was a few that I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to. A little a little poopy. So, uh, but let's get into this. Tip. I said happy Sunday. I don't know what's so happy about it. I mean, that's just like <laughs> kind of second nature for me. I guess this is the worst fantasy week for me. Period. Just the work fantasy worst fantasy week. I, at one point, I did not believe that I would win a single matchup out of like my ten plus teams. Eventually, the teams that were not supposed to win decided that they wanted to win. You know, the, you know, trying to tank, trying to get some draft picks for next season going. Uh, one league, I purposely started Malik Willis over Jared Goff because, hey, let, let's get down there. Let's get that first overall draft pick. Wrong. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, the, the other quarterback is Justin Fields, and I traded Matthew Stafford this week to get him on the roster because I was just like, well, we're – We'll see you later. We're heading out of this season. Like, we're ch- check out, please. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's j- just really weird. I'm, I'm, I'll still be, you know, whatever, second to last, but still taking another win is not ideal when you're actually trying to tank. So, yeah, not not winning the places where I needed to win, winning places where I didn't need to this week. Not 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 excited about week eight. Very excited to get to week nine. And our show is going to get everybody else ready for week nine and already thinking about week nine and the rest of the season is Probably what's going to get me to bed at night, at least for this evening and probably tomorrow night because Browns and the Bengals without Jamar Chase. I don't know. Oh. I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, losing I'm not Chase sure. I'm not I'm not sure what to expect out of that game, but we'll see. We're going to jump right into our breakdowns and our recaps of week eight. Uh, Andrew, do you want to start in London or do you want to start in Seattle? Different sides of the planet. Which end of the card would you like to start with? How it started off or how it finished so far? Man, let's uh, let's end the uh, the the London misery here. You know, since they had to endure uh, <laughs> Russ and uh, Trevor Lawrence here. Do you want to start with the the beginning of the card? Yeah. Yep. All right, sounds good. So yeah, that game. I mean, yeah, I mean Russ and Trev. They they weren't ideal. They weren't uh, you know highlight clips or anything. But man, Travis Etienne, my goodness. Oh my boy. Goodness. <laughs> What, what did he get in the receiving game? Uh, I know he had over 150 rushing. Oh, oh he just had a, he just had a couple of catches for six yards. Okay, well, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't anything that nuts. But man, 27 total touches for over 160 receiving yard, or total all-purpose yards and a touchdown. <whistles> James who? James <laughs> who? Uh, I mean, it's going to be very difficult to buy ETN. I was trying to get him on my roster. Um, multiple times the last two weeks. Uh, I actually tried her to trade away Jerry Judy for him. Jerry Judy wound up scoring a touchdown in this game, and uh, I got to say, Jerry Judy's been looking pretty good the last handful of weeks. I know that people have been uh, calling on the Broncos, seeing about his availability. I feel like he might be sticking around. I feel like these past several weeks, his, his cost has probably been driven up quite a bit. I would expect him to probably stick around in Denver. 
Definitely a target for me, though, a buy candidate after this game. I think that he's done enough these past several weeks. Nothing really there for me from the Jaguars in this one. Uh, what really stood out for you in this game? Uh, you know, in the fantasy landscape that is tight end, uh, you know, Evan Ingram actually had a decent game, you know, four for 55 and a touchdown. You know, that's somebody that you could definitely pick up off the waiver wire, probably in in, in your leagues, uh, you know, to to, to stream potentially in in certain Mm -hmm. matchups. You know, that's somebody who stuck out to me. Uh, One thing that stuck out to me that is not good, and I'm I'm kind of getting a little worried, is uh, Christian Kirk. I mean, he started the year off so, you know, doing so well, so many targets, and, you know, he's just fell off the the, the face of the earth the past couple of weeks and it's mm-hmm. it's really starting to concern me because i have him in a lot of leagues and um I, I know i've talked to a couple of buddies that also have them and they of course you know reach out to me every week and like hey you know who, who should we play and and this has actually been a common theme is kirk you know like what do we do with him and i'm like i, I don't mm-hmm. think you really can do anything with him right like who's gonna come buy him for anything good and you, you know you really don't want to sit him because he is a good player so mm-hmm. it's just it, it's very discouraging to see that he isn't that he isn't doing very well um, you know, you already touched on ETN. I mean, it, it's ETN season as long as he stays healthy. And, and that is a concern as well. Obviously, he got hurt last year. But, um, right. you know, if he can stay healthy, he, he's just fantastic. I mean, he, he's he's an easy, um, you know, wide receiver or I'm sorry, running back one the rest of the year. In, in my eyes, I think he sticks around somewhere mm-hmm. 10 to 14, probably, you know, rest of the year. Um, so, he, you know, he, he's fantastic um, on the Broncos side. Russell Wilson, not good again. You know, 252, one and one. He just he looked a little better. You know, I was watching him, um, you know, go through these reads and, you know, even mm-hmm. the announcers said about it a couple of times about he was finally looking at his reads and, and getting rid of the ball quickly. And that's what he hasn't been doing up to this point in the season. So at least he seems to be playing a little better, you know, not so much in the stat line, but he at least mm-hmm. looked a little bit more comfortable back there. So maybe moving forward, he'll be a little better. Um, <laughs> another guy that is nowhere to be found is Cortland Sutton. I mean. He, to me, seemed to be the guy. I'm still on Team Sutton. I, I feel like he's a better wide receiver than Jerry Judy. But Jerry Judy and Russ now connecting a little better than Sutton and Russ. So it, it's a little concern, you know, concerning. If you had to sell one of them, who are you more concerned about, Sutton or, or Kirk? Well, I think you have to be more concerned about Cortland Sutton right now, just the way that you know he's he's kind of declining. And I was actually bringing up Christian Kirk's schedule. I wanted to buy, go back into that. I think he might be a buy candidate just based on his schedule. Vegas next week, Kansas City the week after that, Baltimore, Detroit after the buy, Tennessee, Dallas after the buy. These are all teams that are in the green. You know, just like looking on the sleeper app, like as far as like matchup wise, uh, Detroit is actually the only matchup that isn't allowing like, you know, that the same amount of upside to the wide receiver position. So Raiders next week, Kansas city, Baltimore, Detroit, Tennessee, Dallas, you run into the jets and the Houston Texans during the fantasy playoffs in week 16 and 17. But I don't know. I feel like those matchups are going to be looking, looking pretty good for the passing game. Marvin Jones and Marvin Jones and Zay Jones aren't doing enough for me. And I just don't love the Broncos offense period. I just don't want to, you know, Honestly, like Jerry Judy right now feels like the safest a- asset uh, next to uh, Greg Dolchich. Yeah. W- would you sell Judy for Kirk? No, I would not. I would want Christian Kirk still. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, mean I, I, I agree with that. The the targets have been there for, for Judy, but, you know, this week he still made his nut on a touchdown. Uh, I still think that Kirk, you know, being that number one guy, he doesn't have a Cortland Sutton there. Now it's really just him and ETN as far as like the offense. You'll see Zay Jones fill, you know, fill in the gaps. Marvin Jones the same. Um, who else am I forgetting down there? 
Uh, oh, Ingram, right? Ingram. Yeah, Ingram. Yep. Uh, Jamichael Hasty too. I think he had like seven touches total. Might just be someone to keep on, you know, on your watch list. I'm not saying that you should go out and buy him, but right now, who's going to spell ETN? Right? Like, is it going to be Snoop Connor going forward? Is it going to be Hasty? Hasty didn't look good today, but the Denver defense is, you know, very good. Like, I, you know, wasn't really expecting much. But I feel like in deeper formats, he should be rostered. You know, otherwise there could be a week where you're just going and you're, you know, spending the whole fob bag on him for whatever guys left over or whatever guy the Jaguars have indicated will be their guy, whether it would be a Snoop Connor or I don't even know who else is on that roster. Who else we got? I don't have another <laughs> running back to reference. Snoop and Hasty. That's it. Yeah. I, I imagine it would be one of those guys. I, I picked up either one of them in a couple of leagues. I had, I had some, uh, you know, available spots. So just to see, um, I do want to ask you, though, for the Denver's running backs, anybody you trust moving forward? I mean, both Gordon and Murray scored today. They both weren't great. You know, they averaged almost the same mm-hmm. uh, yards per carry. And, you know, I mean, do, would you start either of them? Do you trust either of them? What You know, what do we sure. do with these guys? I mean, I, I personally don't want to trust either because, I mean, I feel like it, you're not really going to be able to predict each week who's going to be the guy getting more mm-hmm. carries. And, you know, I, I kind of want to stay away from it. But what's your take on that? I mean, between the two, if you have one over the other, I feel like, yeah, you can start them on a fringe. You know, they're they're not an ideal play. But, you know, if you're sitting there between, you know, Latavius Murray, you know, Alec Pierce and, you know, Josh Reynolds, I would go Latavius Murray. That's the bottom of as bottom of the barrels you can get. Right. You know, um, so there's plenty of options where, yeah, I would start them like similar, you know, comparisons like that. You know, but if you're sitting there looking at. Who would you rather start, uh, Dame Harris or either of these guys? You know, probably one of these mm. guys. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and and it really doesn't matter because, like you said, like they both had pretty similar usage. They're both going to get used going forward because neither guy can really carry a workload. It's kind of a similar uh, situation to Chicago, where you know if you need to fill that spot, a starting spot, either one of those running backs will do it for you. You know, and yep. we'll get to them here in a little bit too. Um, let's move on to the next game. We got Carolina and Atlanta fireworks. Great game. So much fun. Uh, was banging the DJ Moore drum all day this morning, all day yesterday and all day the day before that. So that was great. DJ Moore showed up for the brand six for one fifty-two in a tutty. I would say a buy target right now, just based on the way that things are going still could get traded by, I highly doubt that he does, but him and PJ Walker are looking good. They play Atlanta again in two weeks. Two more weeks, we get this very same matchup again. Give me some DJ Moore. I think he could definitely be a, a good target in the short term, season long. You know, who knows what's going to be, you know, be going on with this offense. Uh, if you spent the bag on Dante Foreman this week, tip of the cap, well done. Brought it home, twenty six for one eighteen, three rushing touchdowns. I sold this week Dante Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, and a first for Derrick Henry. So I still feel pretty good about that. But feel pretty good about the other guy. Hey, awesome. You know, made made the trade a little bit more fair. Um, still feel good about that. Don't know how much longer that you know the Donta Foreman show will last. I would say probably through this season, but in dynasty formats, he's a sell candidate for me based off of this performance. Uh, what do you think about this running room for the uh, the Falcons? Huntley, Mariota, Tyler Tyler Algier. Uh, who who can be trusted going forward between Algier and Huntley? We also I think we have uh, Cordell Patterson coming back next week too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CPAC comes back next week, so I don't think either of them are really going to be you know relevant moving forward. But if somebody does oh. drop them, I, I think I'd rather take Algier moving forward. Okay. I, I think he is the more complete back over Huntley. Huntley looks a little faster um, out there, but I mean, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I, you know, they spent 
the draft capital on, on Algier, and I feel like you know they they want to get him into the mix as well, even when CPAT does come back. But I I wouldn't start either yeah. of them moving forward. But if I had to choose one to sit on my roster, I, I'd probably take Algier. Mm-hmm. Any big takeaways from this game? Uh, Terrace Marshall also had a pretty nice game. Super random. He did, yes. Um, Kyle Pitts, welcome back to Fantasy Relevance. Five for 80 and a touchdown. Uh, it's funny, I put that in the Discord today, and, and you know, Cody Zeb replied, and, you know, he's like, man, he's like, everyone was burying him. He's like, I, I just don't understand, like, why people are so down. Da- and again, like, I understand why hey, people then. are down on, on Kyle Pitts, right? But at that, I think he's still in the top 12 of tight ends in, in fantasy points scored after this week. So, I'll have I mean, to check the math on that. I, I, I think he's pretty close to it. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, again, Kyle Pitts, it, it sucks having Kyle Pitts because, you know, you, you obviously really don't want to bench him. I mean, because he is Kyle Pitts and, you know, at any given week, he can have a really good game. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, you're going to have to take those lumps sometimes when you start him and he, you know, goes one for 13. You know, like it just is what it is with Kyle Pitts. And um, I, I do think if somebody is really worried that moving forward, he's just going to continue to be mediocre like this. I do mm-hmm. feel like this is probably your window to sell him to somebody potentially. Yep. So, you know, if, if you're in, yeah, if you're inclined to do that, um, you probably won't do that this week. Um, you know, I, I mean, you're not doing it in dynasty formats, but in, in no, redraft, no, no. I, I think that you know now is great time. You 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 saw something, you saw some action again. Just the same as you know, Carolina getting Atlanta a couple of weeks going to be just the same. Vice versa, we should uh, have plenty of points here. Uh, um, let me check the matchup in between, see what's going on on the on the week in between. But I feel yeah. like we're going to have some really good offense still coming from the the Falcons and the, the Panthers alike here the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, you know, you already touched on DJ Moore. Fantastic. It it was boneheaded, though, of DJ Moore catching that long touchdown pass and taking your mm-hmm. helmet off and, you know, having to take that penalty on the extra points, which they missed. Like, they could have easily won that game. Um, so I, I texted right. my buddy, and I'm like, uh, I think DJ Moore is definitely getting traded now. Like, he had a great game, but he loses the game. He wins the game for them and loses it all in the exact mm-hmm. same play by, by doing that dumb shit and taking your helmet off. I mean, you just you, – you can't do that, right? That, unfortunately – He's a young receiver, but he's not inexperienced, so he should have understood mm-hmm. the situation, you know, that they were in. But it, it it was fine. I mean, at least you feel confident, you know, at least starting him moving forward, you know, that that they might want to get him more involved. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'd love to see DJ Moore go to the Packers. I think he would be oh. lights out, awesome if he went to the Packers. So you know, we'll see. But um, I mean, outside of I that, could, I, dude, I could just I could just rattle off teams though for real. Like, I mean, the 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 Ravens, the Rams. Yes. The Cowboys, you know, like I, we could just go on and on where DJ Moore would fit, and it would just be so much better than what it is now. And look what he's doing, like that that catch in the end zone. Oh my gosh, the stutter footwork that he got those dudes with, like he's just like, all right, I'm just gonna settle in right here, and then just whoop, see ya. Oh, dude, my wife was giving me a hug. I had just like just come home for or no, I was just finishing some chores or something, and I could hear in the background the play, and I just went like this, like leave me alone. I have to go look. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't face it. I have to see what happens. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah, honestly, I would. I'd probably sell Foreman uh, if you can't even in redraft. I, I yeah. would sell him personally. I, I don't really want to trust anybody uh, on this team outside of DJ Moore. Really, uh, I, I do want to ask you though in 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 twelve quarter or uh, yeah in twelve team leagues, uh, Marcus mm-hmm. Mariota starting to become potential start for you. At all? The ru- the rushing floor provides a nice uh, a nice safe narrative for you. It's just you know there's going to be some weeks where they're they're the, he's going to make you pay for it. You know just there's going to be a matchup that he runs into. I was looking ahead here. Next week Atlanta gets the Chargers. 
that would not be a game that I would necessarily want to start Mariota. But again, the following week, he comes back to Carolina again. That would be a matchup that I'd be into. And also Carolina next week gets uh, uh, Cincinnati. So that that's a better matchup, I would say. Um, and, and it's again, it's tough for me to believe that DJ Moore is going to get traded. We all hope and pray. But after these two big performances, stock is up. They're not mm-hmm. just going to let teams get off the hook for cheap on DJ Moore, especially when he's made a huge progression in just two weeks. So I don't believe that there's going to be a team that gives up a first round pick for him. That's what he costs right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Some, and that's Someone's going to have to give up a first and probably a third. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, honestly, that's where I think the Packers could come in, right? Is they could trade dubs or Christian Watson and also give like a second or third round pick. And I think that that would do it for DJ Moore. I mean, the Panthers aren't going anywhere this year. They won't do it, though. I mean, yeah. like, dubs, I mean, just scored a huge touchdown in this game. Like, they're not getting rid of him. Christian Watson, no. Like, oh, he's finally healthy. We invested, you know, our top pick on him. You know, nope. He's staying. Like, I, I don't, I don't think that would happen, but. We'll see. Uh, just a couple of days here. It's November first, right? Tuesday. Yep. Oh, well, so yeah, you Tuesday, got, yep. yeah. So we'll be sweating it out tomorrow uh, on the thirty-first. That, that's going to be a big sweat out. I doubt that we're going to see a ton of action. Like I don't know what the time is. I'm guessing it's like noon or four p.m. on Tuesday. I'm not expecting like drama at the like thirteenth hour or anything like that. Uh, we'll see. I'll be, I'll, I'll be working. So if I see it, I'll see it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, next up, we got the, the Bears, my Bears, and the Cowboys. Uh, Justin Fields, career day, 151, two passing yards, or two passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Uh, rush Another rushing touchdown. That's two in the past three weeks, eight for 60. That's now 230 rushing yards in the last three weeks. Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, I kind of peeped it a little bit earlier. <clears throat> Both are pretty much fantasy viable. Those three guys are the identity of the offense right now. Fields and his two running backs. Obviously, they're going to mix in some stuff with the passing game. It's football. Uh, but you're not trusting, you know, Darnell Mooney any week. Yeah, he had five for 70 this week, but that this was a big game. Like this was one of the uh, bigger offensive explosions from the Bears. He only had five for 70. So there's definitely going to be some lows still coming for Mooney. Uh, Nikhil Harry found a touchdown pass no thanks i'm not you know spending any fob or any waiver wire interest in Nikhil harry it could just as likely be dante pettis next week and tip of the cap to cole commit who uh, busted his nut finally scored a touchdown in the nfl two for 11 today though again in like 10 team leagues anywhere where he's on the waiver wire i'm not <laughs> interested sorry and i'm a bears fan guys so i mean you can trust me i swear uh, Cowboys loved what the receivers did five for 77 for CD and a tutty Schultz bounced back six for 74. Love to see it. Uh, definitely a potential buy candidate. If you're really getting crushed at tight end, um, if you're facing injuries, maybe like a David and Joku, or you're just going through bye weeks the next couple of weeks with guys, whatever it is, definitely a target in my eyes. Uh, he's just healthy. That's period. And when he, when he's healthy, this team, you know, needs him to be that kind of like next, you know, tier pass catcher. Michael Gallup, this is his best game of the season, four for 49. If I can sell him, get him off my roster. He has not been uh, good for fantasy this season. Tony Pollard smashed it in. Dak, pretty good bounce back game. But are you worried about Dak at all? He injured his non-throwing thumb. Any concern there? I don't think so. Um, you know, Cowboys have a good offense, so there's really not too much to, to worry about. I'm, I mean, non-throwing hand. It's mm-hmm. not something I'm, I'm really going to worry about. Um, and, you know, as a Washington fan, I wish it was a throwing hand, but that's here. 
here or there. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I have to ask the question, man, because uh, I think this is going to be a big topic. But uh, Zeke, Tony Pollard, they can't play Zeke again, can they? <laughs> that, that, I, mean, I mean, come on, man. What else does this do? What are they going to pay him to do? Is he going to start doing commercials Ride the for bench. the team? Just Ride the bench. That, yeah. You know how much money he's making? <laughs> yeah. Well, you cannot, da- bro. You cannot pay him his game check. You cannot pay <laughs> you him sure his game check can. to sit on the sideline. <laughs> they need to get like this. This showed 14 carries, 131 yards, three touchdowns. What, what I mean, what else does this man need to do? Right. Like, and as a Washington fan, I want Zeke to play. Zeke, much worse than Tony Pollard. I, I I just don't understand what the Cowboys are doing. And I get it that they paid him. I fully understand that. But at the same time, like sometimes you just write bad checks, right? Like just keep Tony Pollard in there. This they also wrote fantastic. a bad check to Michael Gallup. This yes. team is hemorrhaging money. <laughs> I, I don't yes. know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, I mean, just... I was talking about this with Brad earlier. Like looking at Gallup's stats, there's no way he's playing to his contract. And like, okay, boo-hoo the coming back from injury narrative, then why did you pay him? He's coming back from injury and you paid him. What they did was is, and what, you know, bad ownership or bad GMs do, they're paying you for your previously served time. And that's what he got was like, Hey man, you've like, you've done well by us since we, we, we brought you in. Here's a payday. That's, that's just not how you can, you know, hand around contracts in the NFL or really in any, any major sports league. Uh, my Not to get off too far off the beaten path here, but uh, my Chicago Blackhawks, they overpaid their two stars, and they hemorrhaged the team for multiple years after their big runs, you know, just shoring up over 20% of the, the cap space. <laughs> that doesn't work in hockey, let me tell you. Um, but anyways, with Zeke and uh, with Pollard, yeah, Pollard's a better running back. We've been saying it since June. Yeah, I know. We get it. Like, But we've still seen... Zeke getting a ton, a ton of work, and even in some weeks being fantasy relevant, dare I say. Yeah, they need to figure out a better way for the situation <laughs> for the situation to be that Zeke is spelling Pollard, but when Zeke is healthy, he's gonna get touches. He he is he is not going to have uh Pollard, you know, out touching him two to one. It's gonna be closer to a 50-50 split because they're paying him. If they're not doing that, then he's got to get into the stands and be like, uh, free beer here, free beer here, free beer here. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. Like, you got to get him to work. He can't just be sitting down. <laughs> We're paying you a lot of money. Um, he's not going to get moved. Neither of them are going to get moved. They love running the ball. They, they, they're loving like this conservative style offense. Obviously, a little bit more uh, this week. Tip of the cap to uh, to our Brad Stickler, who, you know, he, he dove deep. He, he, he went into like the past three or four seasons of when uh, Dak Prescott has recorded less than 225 passing yards with Kellen Moore as his coordinator. And he said like five out of seven times he bounced back with huge performances. We're now at six out of eight. So shout out to Brad for making that call. He was all over uh, Dak and the the Cowboys offense today. And they put up damn near half a hundred points. So yep. Shout out, shout out to that. Um, um, anything, anything else from this game? Kevontae Turbin, you got to catch. Oh. <laughs> yeah, great. One for 11. It's happening. This is the beginning. Hey, Tyreek Hill had to start somewhere too, buddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He had, um, to start, he had to start somewhere too. Special teams and two catches. The only other thing is uh, Khalil Herbert, better running back than David Montgomery? I mean, no. it, it, I don't know about that. No. He seems faster. Seems uh, He seems to be the better running back. I mean, the stats showed it today. 
And I, I, I mean, the coaching staff did come out this week and said that they want to involve Herbert more. I, I think it, it's time to, to change that guard. I mean, I, I, I like Dave Montgomery. I think he's a good running back. I just think that Herbert is fitting the style of offense that they're playing. And, you know, I honestly, I, I think Herbert is a better running back currently, and they just need to keep riding Herbert and let Montgomery kind of play the backup role. Uh, let's see the touches, the touches. It was 16 to 15, so it was about 50-50. But, but then Herbert. but then if you go into the the catches, David Montgomery had another three for 22, and Herbert wasn't used at all in the passing game. Right, right. No. So, so Montgomery still had more touches, still relatively close on the total yardage, 99 to what, 75? It's pretty, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty similar still. I mean, yeah, you're going to see Herbert having a little bit more of a, an explosion, we'll say, off the line of scrimmage. But Montgomery's vision, just his his movement downfield, being a pass catcher, being a guy that can legitimately play three down football. He's, you know, as far as just like a, a football player, I still think that he's better. Herbert, I mean, Herbert's been on special teams. Yeah, he's fast. I mean, he, he's he's got skills, but he can still be the guy next year. Like, you know, he can take over and wind up maybe even having a better uh, run with the bears than David Montgomery did. But right now mm-hmm. the way it stands, like if you're running a football team, you're giving the majority of the touches to David Montgomery experience, trust in the red zone, three down ability. It's just all there. Is he a little bit slower than Herbert? Sure. I get that. <laughs> we got uh, Michi the goat, Michi the goat saying is up by five has digs Higgins. Cooper, I don't think I will win. Is there a world where I get the win? What? You're up by five. He has. Oh no, <laughs> no, oh, you're not going to win, no. bud. No, yeah, you're, no, it's over. Sorry, go man. to go to bed, buddy. It's it's fine. <laughs> like, and sometimes you got to do that, man. Believe me, I'm doing that in a lot of spots this week. All right, where I, you know, I just got to take like a handful of melatonin and hope I wake up tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, like week eight hurt me like badly. Will we'll, that we'll, what was What's the second that? question that came up there? Oh, Herbert or Tua week nine? That's a little early, pal, but probably Herbert I trust more. I don't know. I don't even know who. Oh, Herbert's Our, playing, what, what did we say, uh, Atlanta? Yeah, and I, the I, I, uh, Dolphins are playing the Bears. I'd probably go Tua just because of how in sync he is currently right now with Waddle and Hill, personally. But, oh, no. I still got to go Herbert, but that's me. <clears throat> yeah. He's top three quarterback. All right, moving on. Uh, Miami and Detroit. Good segue to Tua. Tua, billion yards today in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 382 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, two to Jalen Waddle, shaking them hips. Uh, Tyree Kill still had a, an amazing day. Uh, just dead, dead wrong. Nail me to the cross now. I am done. Like, I worst take probably have ever had that Tyree Kill cannot be as good without Pat Mahomes, but I, I'm there. I know I wasn't the only one, but I'm saying it loud and proud dead wrong uh Tyree kill I mean right now he's on pace to be the number one wide receiver this season he's he's on pace for Cooper Cup level numbers from last year uh shout out to him I traded him this year for, for James Robinson Brandon Cooks and DJ Moore God ugh, not feeling good about that not feeling good but to be fair that was literally the night that two his fingers were like hemorrhaging you know just like just going all over sorts of different directions so Detroit, good game here. Not really too much to take away. I feel like I'm a little concerned with DeAndre Swift. Just not 
explosive, feels like he should be a sell candidate. Is this more of a concern coming off of the injury, or do you agree and it's time to get him off our rosters? Redraft, uh, of course, redraft. I'm not going to overreact to this one uh, for him because he did come back. I mean, he had, what, five catches? Yeah, five for 27 and a touchdown. I, I don't think that they wanted to give him a full workload coming back from, from injury. So I, I think I'm going to give him another week to see, mm-hmm. you know, how the splits play out there. I mean, obviously, Jamal Williams looks as advertised as always, right? He's he's good around the goal line. You know, that's where they wanted to use him. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, again, I'm not going to overreact to it. I'll give Swift another week uh, with that. Uh, Hawkinson, you know, decent day as well, three for 80. It's not bad. Yeah, you know, it, it would have been nice to uh, have him get a couple more catches and, and hit mm-hmm. that hundred mark, but can't complain. You know, I mean, we all know how the, the tight end uh, landscape is. So, oh, Aaron Jones, big run. Uh, let's Don't see tease here. Me. Don't tease me. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he had a nice run. Um, yeah, I mean, a- again, you kind of mentioned it. Not a whole lot takeaway from the game. Everything is pretty as advertised for this game, I figured it was going to be a higher scoring game. Yep. Uh, Raheem Mostert, again, continues to be the lead back for them. You know, he he's a almost every week start. I mean, he's been pretty, pretty good. This, you know, this week, a little bit down of a week for him. But overall, mm-hmm. you know, still still fantasy relevant. Uh, outside of that, you know, Hill Waddle, <laughs> fantastic as always. God, so wrong. That that I will lose sleep over as well. That's yeah. that it, that's. It is crazy for the Lions how many players caught passes for them. I mean, it's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, Everyone. Nine, ten. ten. Ten players caught passes. Just Jared, Jared Goff just slung the ball all around. That's crazy. Amron, uh, hey, Amron came back if, you know, from being concussed. Came back. Solid. Solid. 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> right on. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Arizona and Minnesota. Another very good uh, game. Very entertaining. Um, Kyler Murray had all of his uh, receivers, very fantasy relevant. Zach Ertz, four for 34 in a tutty. Rondell Moore, seven for 92 in a tutty. D-Hop, 12 for 159 in a touchdown. Amazing. You know, Benjamin, Eno Benjamin, a little bit of a disappointment, but if you started him, you were starting him based on a volume play. He still had, obviously, the most touches at the running back position, as well as a couple of catches, but really didn't do much. Um, really not too much to take away for, uh, take away from this game, other than that uh, Rondell Moore, should be trusted going forward uh, for sure. Uh, if you had any concern about him, he was someone that we were, you know, telling folks to start uh, on today's morning preview show, yesterday's preview show as well. Um, at the Vikings, pretty much business as usual. Actually, very similar to the Cardinals in the sense that Kirk Cousins made all of his pass catchers, you know, fantasy relevant. Jefferson six for ninety eight sounds like a down week, honestly. Uh, Thielen went six for sixty seven. That was that was nice to see. Even KJ Osborne found Pater. So obviously, if you find the end zone, you're fantasy relevant that week. Just two catches for eight yards, though. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, amazing game. Uh, was one hundred and eleven on the ground, thirty in the air, had five catches. Uh, great, really great game all around because pretty much everybody that you were starting in fantasy did something. Like who did you start in this game that, that that didn't that didn't bring you back a positive ROI? Uh yeah, I mean, you know, besides Eno, uh nobody really. I mean, you shouldn't have been start, starting Dorch. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. This Eno was a fantasy still had four finance, catches though, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's four or five uh, points. Yeah. It Yeah, I guess it, you're right, but I, I, I felt like with Connor out again, Eno's been pretty good. Like I felt like he should have had a better game than he did. Sure. But, um, sure. but yeah, I mean, this was one of those games. It was a fantasy bonanza. Everybody you started did well. And uh, I mean, I don't really think there's anybody on either of these two teams that did well today that I wouldn't 
do automatic starts next week, maybe outside of Thielen. Again, I'm I'm not a Thielen mm-hmm. guy. I just don't believe in Thielen. I, I right. I'm gonna tell everyone go sell him again if you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that. Yeah, I feel good. I, I feel good trusting these guys, especially the Cardinals guys, Rondell Moore. I mean, you know, Benjamin, that's always going to be up to the, you know who's available and who's healthy. But people were concerned like, oh, Darrell Williams is coming back. Well, yeah, Darrell Williams is also really bad. Five for eight, five carries, eight rushing yards and, and two catches for six yards. So all the running backs, fair to say, didn't have a very good game. Keep in mind, Kyler Murray led the team in rushing six for 36. So. Better weeks are ahead for their rushing game. Um, next game up we got is the Raiders and the Saints. Ick, ick, <laughs> ick. Derek Carr, why? Like what? What, what did I do? You know, and don't, not even what I. What did I do, Derek? What did Hunter do? What did Hunter Renfro do to you? You know what I mean? Like what happened? Was it, or maybe it was what Derek Carr did to Hunter Renfro? Maybe it was just like, you know, just staring across the locker room a few many, few too many times as. Adams and Carr gazed into each other's eyes, you know, talking, talking routes, hot routes. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Matt Collins leading the way, seven for 64. I, I don't know what's going on with Adams. I figured he probably left because he was just ill. If he's somehow out long term, I guess Hollins could be a buy option. But personally, ick, no thanks. Maybe I'm just sour because I started Derek Carr so many places this week. Um, I think that. Josh Jacobs will definitely bounce back. He's been a top five running back so far this season. Uh, he would be a buy candidate post this game. But, man, I don't know who to trust for the Raiders going forward anymore other than Devontae Adams. You got Darren Waller who's been banged up. Hunter Renfro's not doing anything. Matt Collins is leading the team in receptions. Uh, yeah, not happy with the Raiders right now. The trust level is super, super low. Uh, going over to the Saints was not a Taysom Hill week, but it was an Alvin Kamara week. The Eagles, if you want Alvin Kamara, it's going to cost you a lot more than one first-round pick now, pals. 18 for 62 on the ground with a rushing touchdown. Nine for 96 and two receiving touchdowns. The world is right again. Alvin Kamara is back. Um, I was telling uh, Andrew before the show, started a lot of uh, Chris Alave today, someone that was really high on, kind of just so-so. If for some reason he's viable in your league, if someone puts it out there that he's available, definitely a target that I want to ride out the end of the season with uh, Taysom Hill though. He did still uh, rush the ball pr- uh, pretty well. 10 for 61. Um, is see someone that like in, in a, like in a 10 team league or like a 12 team league with like a shorter bench that you're still going to be rostering going forward. Like he's, he just, you just have to hold him. Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. Yeah. It, I mean, 10, 12, 14 d- doesn't matter. You, I, I feel like you really have to hold him, especially if you can play him at tight end on your platform. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, de- definitely. I mean, you just never know. One injury to Camara, and he might become the Camara, right? Like, oh, so I, I, I would definitely just hang on to him. For sure. Um, but, I mean, you kind of nailed everything here. I don't really have too much else to add. Raiders, you know, like you said, moving forward. Um, Josh Jacobs, obviously, you're you're going to play him. You're going to play mm-hmm. Devontae Adams if he's in there. But I definitely don't want to start Derek Carr. I mean, 101 yards and one interception. That is just god-awful. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore took the week off. It was a vacation, practically. It was just, uh, yeah, like, it, this was a very good spot for Derek Carr to have a good day. And he just didn't. I, I just, I, I can't make heads or tails of it, to be completely honest. I mean, Derek Carr was very good last year right like what's the difference in the scenario this year as opposed to last year outside of the coaching staff like it just it makes no sense and so i'm not putting him on my roster 
at all. You think Gruden will come back and be an OC? <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, I'm ready for it. Like I was telling Rob before the show, t- Matt Collins, Foster Morrow leading your team in receptions. It might as well be Jamal Agnew and Dan Arnold. We might as well be the Jaguars now. This is ridiculous. Come on, yeah. man. Makes no sense. Josh. Absolutely Josh. No sense. Josh, do better. Come on, man. I yeah. just don't get it. Uh, next up, another very frustrating game, and I'll tell you why. Two words. Tyler Conklin, the Jets and the Patriots. How dare Tyler Conklin score two touchdowns after I dropped him two weeks ago? You son of a bitch. Six for 79, two receiving touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, six for 115. Elijah who? Elijah Pooh. Elijah Moore ain't doing nothing. Definitely has to be he's off pissed. the rosters. Oh, he's, he's not pissed. happy. He's he not happy. <laughs> he he could be <laughs> traded. That that would be someone that would be more likely to probably go to the Packers. Is like Romeo Dubes isn't like necessarily you know fulfilling our palate. Let's get another one of these guys. Let's get an Elijah Moore. Let's bring him in. He'll ruin. He'll really ruin Aaron Rodgers' day. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that swap would work out. But just um, just th- on on that real quick though, before before we fly by Elijah Moore, um, if he's out there, do you go to try to trade for him? Just no. hoping that that he gets no. traded to a good team. I yeah. need to be. It needs to be a dynasty situation, and I need to be rebuilding. So if I if I can give up like a cheap pick for him, I would do it. Uh, but I, I don't think I would want to give up a draft pick for him right now with him being on the Jets. You know, like if if I if someone if I have multiple second round picks for next season and I offered someone a second, I feel like I could be losing out on that on that offer. What about redraft? Any interest in potentially trying to to get him? I mean, again, no, you're not. I mean, have to again, give up you, a whole you, lot. you need a you need a deep roster for that. Be just because he's not he's literally not doing anything. What if he doesn't get traded? You know, you know what I mean? Like what oh, what if he doesn't get right. moved? You only yeah, gotta, then. then like if you, what you if you're giving up nothing good, like okay, so let's say you have, I mean I don't even know who to <laughs> who to put out there because he's so bad, but like he's on some of my waiver wires. I will probably try to pick him up this week, see what happens Tuesday if he gets traded. Sure. Cool. If not, off my team again, most likely. But there you go. Yeah, that that that's not a bad situation. If you're if you're literally going to pick him up for the sake of just owning him for a day or two, by all means, I I I, I don't hate it. But typically, the way waivers work is you're not getting his ass until Wednesday or Thursday. So I don't know how that's going to work out. If that's anything, true. if anything, he'll get traded, and it could cause a flurry on the waiver wire on FOB spending this week. Like if he got traded to say, I don't know, the Packers or I don't know, give me another uh, pass. Uh, the Rams. I don't think the Rams would do that though. The Bill. No, the Bills wouldn't. No, the Giants need a pass catcher. <laughs> Do they? I will get to them soon, but man, <laughs> like, well, do they? Like, <laughs> Darius Slayton, Wandell Robinson, whatever flavor of vanilla you want, they've got them all. Uh, um, no, with Elijah Moore, like, yeah, I mean, if you somehow could get him on your roster before waivers or before the trade <clears> deadline, <throat> sure, but probably not going to happen. Patriots I, I, could use a pass catcher. I mean, Jacoby Myers and then Ramondre Stevenson. That's fine with me, brother. <laughs> I mean, yes. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> Leave it just like that. Like the Patriots for me today were fine. They were cool. I started a lot of Stevenson and a lot of Jacoby Myers and nobody else. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. I think that those are really the only two on this team that you really want to start. I think I think that Devontae Parker could have some weeks coming up. This wasn't going to be his week because he was getting all the sauce. All the sauce in New York. Um, and b- if you look at Devontae Parker's weeks prior uh, to this, he had at least, uh, was it 60 plus yards or a touchdown in three out of his last four games? Uh, I-, I think that he could be a, 
I'm not saying viable, like, you know, like not someone that's going to boom for you, but if you're struggling to find a flex spot, I think Devonte Parker in some better matchups coming up uh, will be a, a decent option, especially when they decide that it's uh Bailey Zappi season and not Mac Jones season anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I was not impressed. That, I was not impressed by Mac Jones today. Me I either. was not impressed by Mac Jones last week up against the Bears. I mean, like I, Jacoby Myers went to bat for him, and you know, kind of, you know, sort of, kind of, a little bit through Bill under the bus, and was just like, you know, how do you do that? Guy works so hard. One of the one of the you know one of the more hardworking leaders on our team, and you just throw him under the bus. And then literally like a day later, they're like, it's Mac season. It's 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 just all Mac. I mean, he threw a duck up into the air that just hung there. And I mean, the, the Jets were just waiting for it to fall in their lap. I mean, it's just very bad football by Mac Jones. And uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens moving forward. But um, I, I mean, fantasy wise in, in this game, outside of what we just talked about, um, the Jets definitely showed that they need Brees Hall on, <laughs> to run the ball. I mean, Michael I need Carter, Brees Hall, James Robinson. I need, I need Brees Hall. <laughs> Yeah, it was not a good day on the ground for them. Uh, through the air, you know, like you said, Conklin, good day. Uh, Garrett Wilson, very good day. I know he didn't find Pater, but, I mean, 6 for 115, you'll take that all day and take every day on Sunday. Take that all day. So, um, yeah, outside of that, uh, Michael Carter seems to be the guy that they're going to have in for pass, uh, you know, passing downs. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he went 4 for 35 through the air as well. So, Michael Carter is right. probably a startable option for you in a flex, potentially. Um, but- uh, no, absolutely. He didn't have a good day on the ground, but he still had uh, was it another four catches. Yep. So he he went over fifty total yards. He had four catches. Like it wasn't a good matchup. There's better weeks ahead for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I take that back. Ouch. The next co- the next couple of weeks don't look great. Uh, Buffalo week nine by week ten. New England again week eleven. Uh, but then you know some pretty nice matchups: Chicago, Minnesota. Uh, Buffalo, but then Detroit again, Jacksonville, Seattle to end the season. Those those are some good ways to close here. And keep in mind that he's going to be the guy, you know, throughout the end of the season here. I still believe that James Con or James Connor, James Robinson should be a buy low candidate. In just his first game, he went five for seventeen, had a seven seven yard seven long yard run. Uh, but I think that you know this is really just the tip of the iceberg. Like they're going to get him touches. This there was talks that he wouldn't even be active this week, and then he comes out and gets you know five touches, which I think is is, is about right, right? You know, for a guy that you're just kind of feeling out, like yep. five touches for the backup in a game where you didn't run a lot. Period. You know, th- there's a reason why they went out and got him. They're going to give him the rock here in some upcoming weeks. Uh, I don't know if I love those matchups though. Those are some tough matchups. But um, the Jets, they're five and three now, so they're they're competing and they're. You know, technically in a playoff race, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. I feel like they're going to try to reestablish the ground game. I like Carter or Robinson as buy low candidates, especially off of this performance. Uh, no interest in the quarterbacks going forward. You cannot buy Ramondre Stevenson for a reasonable price. Therefore, I say that he is not a buyable candidate, and he is not someone that I would sell right now. We made it. It's week. It's we're heading into week nine, and Damian Harris is spelling Ramondre Stevenson. We made it. We're here. Yep. Thank the God. ship has landed. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> All right, anything else to touch on this game before we move on? Nope. All right, next up we got the Steelers and the Eagles. Um, really great game, depending on which side you were on. Um, if you were the Steelers uh, or had their assets, really tough day. Um, I will give a, a a nod to Najee Harris for at least getting me double digit fantasy points in this game. I have no idea how he did it. I have, I have no idea. Eight for thirty two on the ground. And a couple of and six catches led the team in catches. 
have mercy. Didn't didn't realize that that point. Um, I I don't know what's what's going to fix it for these guys. Chase Claypool threw a touchdown. Threw like, a touchdown. That was interesting. That was a cool little play that they did. <laughs> yeah, neat, Andrew. Yeah. It was neat. Yeah, great. <laughs> it was Najee Harris. Najee Harris was also one for one with four passing yards. Okay, like I, I am I crazy? And I feel I. I'm think just thinking it. I feel I'm feeling crazy. Like I'm, I need to seek help. Is Mason Rudolph the answer? No, oh God, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I believe me. I am. I have the lowest of lowest regard for Mason Rudolph. Let's just get that straight. Like there's, there's, you know, the, your top quarterbacks, the guys that have jobs in the NFL you know, five feet of dog shit, Ben DiNucci, and then Mason Rudolph. Okay. <laughs> ben DiNucci right. taking shrapnel. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, DiNucci, <laughs> but that's, it's just the facts. Like, like those two are literally like my lowest graded anything ever. You know what I mean? Like, so, but what I'm, the only things that I'm thinking about is like Deontay Johnson being relevant when Mason Rudolph has played. You know, the, the tight end still being just as relevant as we've seen with Kenny Pickett. To me, right now, it's let's just get Kenny ready for next season. Let's pack it in. They're two and six. It'll be the first season that Tomlin has under 500, most likely. <clears throat> or do we bring in Mason and maybe we can get to eight and eight? What do we think? Or eight, nah, or eight and nine or whatever. <laughs> let, let Kenny take his lumps. I mean, the, he's going to have piss poor games. I mean, My just... fantasy team can't take the lumps, Andrew. Damn. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, <laughs> completely agree but yeah I just, you gotta let the kid in there i mean it just is what it is nah, and the I, Eagles I have a you. great defense right i mean like what was he supposed to do i mean the eagles were all over them all day long like it just was what it was and right this you know that that's what happens you know right you're gonna have to take your lumps with you know with Fryermuth, with claypool johnson i mean it just is what it is oh you I, can't start you, you can't start claypool no uh, well okay the you know, like my wife's in a 16 team league for her school. Like there's mm-hmm. people starting these dudes. Like, so, Damn. I mean, you never know. You never know who's listening. How my wife goes of, hard in the work league. Yeah. I mean, she's a teacher. So, you know, there's a bunch of teachers, you know, in it that, that wanted to do it. And and I'm in, uh, I'm in a couple of guillotine leagues that are 18 teams deep. Now, obviously every week one, it gets lost. So we're finally back to, you know, normal amount of teams in these things, but some people do start these people. And I just, you know, moving forward, you obviously cannot like, I mean, obviously now sure. you couldn't either, but, yeah, you just can't start these guys. Now on the Eagles side, completely opposite. You know, this is this is a fantasy bonanza of a team. I mean, good oh, lord, yeah. AJ Brown has three touchdowns in the first half of this game. I feel I, so I just, bad. Like I single-handedly that's, that's, lost a league that, because the guy had the Brown and Hurt stack. Just single-handedly lost it. I just I couldn't do anything about it. I texted him like five minutes in, or no, it was like halfway into the second quarter. I was like, hey man, good game. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you not watching this like onslaught? That's going on. I'm like, you're you you just put up six touchdowns on me between two players, just like that. It was it was awesome to watch because like, uh, you know, Brown and and Hertz are, are good friends. You know, they they mm-hmm. go to or uh, Hertz went to AJ Brown's daughter's um, birthday. You know, they, they they went to Disneyland together. Like they showed us before the season that they were going to be good together, and it, it just it just shows like the first half of this game they exploded right like it fantastic you obviously can't go and trade for either of these guys there's not enough that you can give up to get either of these guys from the person who currently has them on the roster but man it's just mm-hmm. it, it's awesome to watch those two and, and and i hate to say it as a washington fan i hate to see the eagles just dominating but man they're just awesome are you um a i want to ask you you know sanders 
sell candidate for you? Do you feel like they're going to try to make a push for Kareem Hunt or any of the other... offenses? No, I mean, no, I, there's no way that they can afford Alvin Kamara now. Not no, no, after no. this week. Not Kamara, but Hunt or, or somebody else that, that's going oh. to be into Sanders' workload a little bit. Is I wouldn't sell, sell for I, I wouldn't. I would not sell him until they actually do something in that market. He's look at this offense. Like, there's no way that you can get get off of him right now. There, you would need a really good haul. Um, I I'm trying to think of like a good swap for him right now. Higgins. I'm a little concerned about Higgins. Really, even with Jamar Chase going out. Well, yeah, but uh, he he just had issues of his own though. That's that's the only thing that I'm worried about is if he. I'm just very scared about Joe Burrow. I've got a lot invested in him, so <laughs> overly paranoid. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for it to all go wrong. Devontae um, Adams. No. With Adams having, you know, down weeks. I, no. I don't know what's going on there, so I need more information. But that right as of right now, no. I'm still holding Devontae Adams. Let me pull up my rankings really quick just from, uh, from this. I'm just season. curious because I, I don't have sandals on any of my teams and i i you had mentioned you had uh the hurts and brown stack i have a hurts and sanders stack which i would yeah. not get off of i would not sell either of those guys <sighs> so because of how good their rushing offense is how many times they're in the red zone i just i don't think it makes sense yeah i mean i guess so i i, I do worry that the the upside little tony um, pollard damian pierce i take in maybe like any of those guys mm. for him just because I feel like Tony Pollard to write out the season could be the guy, but I feel like you're losing that. Like you need another piece in it. Like you could do Tony Pollard and a receiver for Sanders. You could do Mostert and a receiver for Sanders. What about Sanders for Amron straight up? That's a good swap. I do yeah. that. I do that. Um, would Just you curious. do? Would you do Miles Sanders for Leonard Fournette? I'd do that one. I would. I would want Sanders. Um... Yeah, I'd probably want Sanders. The Bucks have, are like one of the worst teams in the league at running the ball. What about DeAndre Swift or Sanders? Who do you want to own? Who do you just want to own for the rest of the season? I don't. I, no one's going to do that swap. If, no one's going to do that trade. If if Swift's good to like, if he's if he's going to be fine, they're going to use him a little more. I'd I'd rather take Swift to be mm -hmm. honest. Um, man, that Jamal. I think uh, Jamal Williams just scares me, man. Like, look at all that red zone usage. That's the only yeah. thing. Like, and I'm not saying like that's not a trade you can do. So like, don't listeners like don't take that from me like oh he said you could do that trade there's, there's no way there's no way you can just pull that trade off you would need more assets in the swap swift just carries just so much just <laughs> name value at this point you know what i mean just because yeah. what he did the beginning of the season what we've seen on the tape as a rookie like he's just so much higher he's a top 10 running back any week that he's healthy in everybody's yeah. rankings i'm kind of sanders buying. is cracking the top 20 but he's not a top 10 guy right right 100 I'm, I'm kind of buying into the narrative a little bit that um, as the year goes on, they're going to try to pat Jalen Hurts' stats through the air, uh, try to get him the MVP. I, I just worry that it, it's going to hinder Sanders a little bit moving forward. Sounds um, like a typical Philly thing to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, just a, a little concerned about that. Um, and uh, again, like if they do trade for Kareem Hunt or any of that nature, I would definitely go and sell Sanders all but immediately just because I do think if they're going and spending some draft capital to get a uh, Kareem Hunter or, or somebody who's who's actually a good running back. I do think that they are going to absolutely use him, and that's mm -hmm. going to cut into Sanders' work. So just food for thought for people. You know, don't 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 go sell him. But if they do trade him, then the 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 selling option is is open for you. I believe.
I agree. I agree. Uh, just so that we don't get fired, let's make sure we hit a word uh, from the sponsors here. Uh, ready, to, ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. There's exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. They have great promos. Odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to, ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call one 800 522 4,700. YouTube. Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. Just subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn your notifications on so you don't miss Sports Gambling Podcast contacting you when they pull the winner. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. We are also giving away a free Debo Samuel jersey. So you can go ahead and like any of our videos on the uh, SGPN Fantasy Football page, comment on any video, and subscribe to our channel. And then just send screenshots of us, uh, of your work to uh, your completed tasks, I should say, to add SGPN <laughs> Fantasy on Twitter. But the DeAndre Swift jersey, Andrew, the guy didn't answer. Oh, he, my the, God. yeah. The first poll didn't answer for like three or four days. He wouldn't answer. Sorry if you yeah. Speaking of which, if you're the listener out there, listen. Sorry, pal, you, you won, but we had to pull a second guy because he wouldn't he wouldn't answer. So always got to look uh, look up for those follow ups to make sure you either won or lost. All right, next up we got the uh, Titans and the Texans. Eh, stinker. Uh, yeah. I know yeah. that we were all hoping for fireworks from Malik Willis. Uh, more like sparklers, if you could you know, <laughs> if you could afford those with 55 yards. I'm not sure. Six for 10, 55 yards and an interception. Dog poo. Uh, Davis Mills, 17 for 29, 152, touchdown and interception. Might as well have been dog poo. Derrick Henry, yeah. 32, 219, two tutties. Love it. Um, I don't know who to say is going to have a pulse as a receiver for the Titans going forward. I don't know if Tannehill will be back next week. It's really not a situation that you can buy into whatsoever in redraft. So, therefore, I say stay away. I hope, like DJ Moore, that Brandon Cooks is moved today, tomorrow, sometime before the deadline, uh, pretty much all the teams that we have already mentioned. Uh, for most of the game, he just had one catch for like a couple yards in the fourth quarter and third end of third quarter. He did okay, was able to revive his fantasy value for four catches and 73 yards. There is not another viable pass catcher on the team. <clears throat> it's really not that much to take away from the from this game other than really other than Derrick Henry between both of these teams. It's the only safe start. I mean, Brandon Cooks barely made it uh, out alive. I mean, Damian Pierce. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I forgot about Damian. He found it, he found the end zone to at the end of the game, kind of like a garbage time yep. uh, touchdown. But, yes, you're right. Yeah, I, I just completely overlooked his, his name here on the list. 
Damian Pierce absolutely needs to be added to that. So Derrick Henry, Damian Pierce, and only you know, the running backs. Everybody else, stay away. <laughs> Brandon stay. Cooks, you I mean, know, he, close, he, yeah, he yeah. can have he can He's have fine. weeks, but it's oh so matchup oriented. Oh so matchup yeah. oriented. Hundred percent. Yeah, this game sucked. Yeah, this was <laughs> you, you know, I mean, and and I guess we can't complain because we had so many good Unless games you to watch for Derrick Henry. And then, oh my god, I almost did. So so I, I I'm in a league and I wanted Derrick Henry from this guy, him or Kamara. The guy is both, right? So mm-hmm. he's like, I, I need nice. your one or two. So I my my one or two, my two best players are Jamar Chase or Steph Diggs, and I'm like, I couldn't pull the trigger. On, mm-hmm. on giving one of them up and then of course like two days later jamar chase gets hurt and i'm just just sad just bro just sad <laughs> bro so i told you earlier how i offered a haul of picks for patrick mahomes i did the same thing for jamar chase and the guy said no i saw that i, I saw that you put that on twitter and it was like well thank god this thing go through oh yeah dude <laughs> oh, i was man. i was so happy i was so happy because at first i was just like all right i mean i wouldn't want to lose jamar chase for just picks like <laughs> I, I would want to man cry <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no, more like you want to see a dead body, boy. <laughs> Bruni's upstairs. Oh. He ain't waking. Oh. He ain't woken up in four days. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but yeah, this this game, uh, barn burner. Uh, Texans won five and one. That was fun for a little while when we were, you know, considering them the uh, the dark horse to win the division. That was that was cute. But you know, wake me up when uh, July uh, is over <laughs> or whatever July ends. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was fun, but yeah, Ouch. RIP the Texans first overall pick on the way. All right, next up, we got uh, the commandos. Oh, let's go. The commandos 17 to 16 victory over the Colts. I mean, don't get, I mean, Sam Ellinger, man, Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. I mean, I don't know what you expected. Come on, man. That's this is fantastic. The legend of Heineke. That's true. I, I I have to I have to say I I have never ever said a bad word about Taylor Heineke. You just know what you just know what you're going to get from him. He's going to go out there. He's going to put his balls on the table, and he's going to pray that they don't get chopped off. That's pretty much it. Like he's he's just going to let everything swang around, and he's going to live and die with the consequences of it. I can't hate on that. I can't hate on that. Ever since yeah. he came in that uh, that game to fill in for uh, for Alex Smith up against Tampa Bay. Damn, damn, some Taylor Heineke. Yeah. But again, it's still yeah. Sam Ellinger, so so we got to cancel that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, you know what? Eat your heart out, Jim Mersey. Um, not that I'm a, I'm, a, I'm not a Dan guy by any means. I don't want anyone to to, to think I like yeah, Dan right. Snyder whatsoever. But nonetheless, you know, you you kick Wentz out of town. Not that Wentz played in this game, which I thought is just hilarious too. Right by the way, like, right. <laughs> the guy we get from the Colts doesn't even play. So. Um, but yeah, man, Heineke, you know, you said it like he, he just puts his balls on the table. He, he, he goes out there, he puts his body on the line. He wants to make plays. He's a gunslinger. You know, he loved Brett Favre growing up and that's kind of what he does, right? He just wants to sling the ball around at any time. He doesn't even care. He's like, oh, Terry's down there. Fuck it. Just chuck it up. Right. Like, and that's what I actually like about him for Terry mm-hmm. for fantasy relevance is that Carson once wasn't doing that. Right. Like he, he was trying to be more methodical with the ball. Didn't want to yep. lose the game right away. Heineke's like, I'm here for a limited time. I'm not the guy with the future. It doesn't matter to me what's you know what's happening. Like I know I need to go out there and do my job and try to win games. And they don't expect him to be the guy moving forward. So yeah. I, I like that he is hyper 
vigilant of of Terry. You know, he mm-hmm. understands that that is the best player on the team for for the Washington uh, Commanders, and he he wants to get him the ball. So, um, you know, six for one thirteen again. Terry almost had a touchdown down on the one yard line. At the I end thought they of were going to give him a look after that oh. too. I figured I was like, let's go right back to him. Let's go right back to him. No, sorry. Yeah, I actually thought that they would put Brian Robinson in that situation to to get the touchdown, but Taylor Heineke sneaks it in himself. You know, so. Good day for Taylor Heineke. I mean, I, I have oh yeah, wife. absolutely, absolutely. Superflex <laughs> leagues, go buy that dude for show. Yeah, yeah, like he's just he's just pulling it off. Um, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson. This is this is the discussion that we need to have for the Commanders for fantasy relevance. Is why, what the hell did we do? Well, let me let two? me ask let me ask you this: Is why does everyone think that Brian Robinson is like this savior? He is not. Like Gibson has looked better, and 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 mind you, I don't watch like commando the commandos beginning to end you know i catch them in the red zone i see what i see but when they played the bears i watched all of that game you know on thursday night football a couple weeks back and gibson looks better i don't get this i don't understand why brian robinson is demanding so many touches i i think that you know two two things come to mind about that one beginning of the year uh they they told us all we want to use Antonio Gibson in space and we want to use Brian Robinson as the lead guy and around the goal line. So in, in our minds, right, we think, okay, he's going to be the guy there getting the touchdowns. Cause it's, it's rare that Washington scores long touchdowns, you know, unless it's a bomb to Terry or something like that. They just or don't normally do Jay that. On so, or whatever. Um, Armani, you know, yeah. <laughs> Rogers. Um, yeah. So it's just, so, you know, th- that, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Second thing is this dude got shot, right? That they, they can't, in good faith, just go back now and be like, you know what, man, it's not working out. You're you're not providing us what we thought we would get. What do you mean in you? good faith? It's football, as Adam would say. Right. It's a meritocracy. If you're good, you play. If you don't play good, you don't play. Like I mean, what, come on, like it's football. Knowing, knowing Rivera, he he's a he's a players coach. Like he he's he's not going to want to do that. Even though Antonio Gibson showing us on the field, he's definitely better. He's more explosive in space. I just don't think that Rivera wants to do that to Brian Robinson currently. So it's I think that what we're seeing now is going to continue with this shit, right? It's I Brian think, Robinson might get a touchdown here or there on the goal line, but outside of that, you you're really not going to get a whole lot from him. I think Snyder is on his yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean on a cell phone with Ron Rivera saying, you better give this dude the ball because I need better PR. Like, I don't, I don't, where is, they're not married to Robinson. Yeah, you're right. He was shot. He was shot like freaking 50 cent. The the moment came and gone already. All right. Like, it's fine. Like it was, it was a cool thing. Like when he came back, but it just doesn't look good. He doesn't, you know what I mean? And he'll have this excuse built in. Well, you know, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I was shot in my car. Like, yeah, we, we get it, bud. But Robinson just, or Robinson, um, Antonio Gibson just looks better, period. He looks more explosive. Yeah, I would want to give him the ball in space too because he's a faster runner. He finds the lanes. He's got better running vision. Like, I, I do not get it. I don't understand. And this, meanwhile, this whole time, this entire time between these two feuding, where the fuck is JD McKissick? What? what why are oh, we ruining man. JD McKissick for the sake of Brian Robinson? You paid him. You matched the deal. What is the point to not use him? I, I, it's, li- I, it's literally like they're trying I, to teach Dallas a lesson. They're like, guys, this is how you pay somebody and not use them. Okay, this is how you let players that don't make any money play. 
start Tony yeah. Pollard. <laughs> I, I did mention this, um, you know, when Brian Robinson was coming back, I said that I felt like they really wanted to turn Antonio Gibson into J.D. McKissick, and that's exactly what's happening, right? J.D. McKissick, what do you have? Yeah, two carries for six yards, three catches for 14. They, it's That's a they, big week in comparison <laughs> to some. Yeah, I, I feel like he is now the backup for Antonio Gibson, right? Like Gibson's kind of the McKissick guy now. And sure. I mean, we saw this, what, last year and, and the year before that. When J.D. McKissick was catching the ball a lot, he was having fantastic fantasy games. This is exactly what we just saw from Antonio Gibson. So I feel like moving forward, Antonio Gibson's probably the guy that you want to start out of any of these guys. I hate to say that because Brian Robinson, again, is probably going to vulture some touchdowns around the goal line. Um, but I mean, just he's not getting the work and his yards per carry is, is not very good right now. So you cannot start Brian Robinson moving forward. Um, Antonio Gibson and Terry McCorn are probably the only ones you really want to start on this team. Um, you know, Heineke, like you said, in super flex leagues. But outside of that, I, I don't even really want to start Curtis Samuel unless you really have to, honestly. I, I just definitely think, trending down, but he also had four carries this week. Um, he, he, he was used as a dual threat, so he had he still came close to um, was it 79 or 89 yards? Yeah, 79 total yards on seven touches, still pretty good. Yeah, it's it, it's fine. I just I wouldn't want to to have to start him. Um, I, sure. I feel like there's probably better options out there for you to to start. Um, but Heineke just doesn't have that connection with with Samuel like Wentz did. So great, fantastic. I don't want, oh, him. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're fine by me. I'm but, tired of Curtis Samuel. It was mm-hmm. great for the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Scary Terry, uh, trade candidate for you? Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Gimme, while, Heineke gimme, gimme. Is, while Heineke is in here, Terry McLaurin is going to be very fantasy relevant. Now, I do worry, it, obviously Washington's winning games right now, but if they go on a streak of, of losing games and they stick in how, I, I am then very concerned at who to start fantasy-wise here because we have no idea what Hal's going to do. Um, not saying he's going to get in there, but I do feel like they're, they're going to want to give the rookie some, some reps if the team starts to lose games. So just, just keep an eye on that. If they start to lose, mm-hmm. if they lose like four games in a row here, um, which is definitely, <laughs> is definitely possible. Um, if that happens, you, you might see how come back in here. I don't think they want to start once anymore, to be honest, because of what they'd have to give up to the Colts because he hasn't hit that threshold yet for it to drop down, um, mm-hmm. you know, for the round, uh, that they give the pick for two. So, so we'll see, but um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm happy as a Commanders fan that they snuck out a W here today. Um, you know, with 20 seconds left, so uh, Colts, Jonathan Taylor, uh, what do we do with this guy? Uh, in redraft, <laughs> in, in redraft, I think you got to sell. I believe that the Colts will do what is necessary to bring in a quarterback next season. Um, someone that I would put into that criteria would be actually Taylor Heineke, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, potentially Mariota. Um, I, someone's going to come in there. Some, someone's going to fill the spot, and I think it's going to be better than Matt Ryan. I think it's going to be better than Carson Wentz. And you have seen some of those buy-low quarterback options play out. Geno Smith, Marcus Mariota. Um, right now, I, I, I don't know if you want to say that Taylor Heineke's playing out, but you've seen guys that shouldn't play well play well. You know, P.J. Walker wasn't so bad today. No one what am I saying? Someone did start him against me, actually. What am I talking about? Um, it's not someone that you're going to rely on, but there are these opportunities for guys to just you know come back and make a splash. Jacoby Brissett was you know fantasy reliable for a couple of weeks. I mean, it wasn't someone that you were trusting with a, a ton of confidence, but he, he was still there. So I think that the Colts will bounce back. Someone that I would look to buy in Dynasty if you are you know at the bottom of the league. If you see a top team that's willing to get off of him, um, for someone that, you know, is more, damn it, 
Andre Campbell's hurt. My God, I hate this week so much. I hate this week so much. Sorry. I was say, thank God I don't pay any IDPs. Oy. Oh, dude. oh God. It, can, it can get so intense. It can get so <laughs> intense. Um, no, with, with Jonathan Taylor, like I said, in, in redraft, yeah, definitely have to get off your roster if you can. In dynasty, he's a buy. Keep it simple. Uh, the receivers, I like what Paris Campbell's been doing. He didn't have the most amazing game today. Um, but again, quarterback situation pretty iffy. Uh, I think he could be a, a nice buy option. Michael Pittman had a, a decent day. Sell, sell, yes. sell, 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 sell. At least Ooh. in redraft. It's, it's kind of similar in um, in the same breath of Jonathan oh, no. Taylor. In, in Dynasty, if your team is doing bad, definitely a target that you can buy low on. Get you a nice fresh start for 2023. Yep. All right, next up here, we got two games left. We got the San Francisco 49ers up against the Rams. Uh, traded this week, Matthew Stafford, Hayden Hurst, and Zay Jones for Justin Fields. Matthew Stafford had a pretty good day today, but I definitely came out on top on that one, feeling really good. Um, who is, who is, who is, who the fuck, who the fuck is this? Who is Ronnie Rivers? Who is you? Oh, you, are you seeing the Allen interception? I did not. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen just threw a pick. I did not. Who did that go to? Uh, I did not see. Is Romeo Dubes playing defense now? Has he gotten that bad? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, now Stafford had had a nice little uh, had a nice little game. Uh, was somewhat fantasy relevant, um, but you know I, I feel like the Rams kind of they feel kind of checked out. The Super Bowl hangover is lulling. Uh, let's see, Cooper Cup eight for seventy nine, just doing Cooper Cup things. Allen Robinson had a nice day, but that meant that Tyler Higby could not have a nice day. Whoever this Ronnie Rivers dude is, uh, taking too many touches. I didn't see this game, so what do you got? Uh, well, first we got to point out uh, CMC did something that most people can't. Uh, he caught a pass, he threw a touchdown, and he ran a touchdown. In it uh, was fantastic to watch. I had this on one of my one of my TVs down here, and uh, just just watch it. Like it, I wasn't watching it because focused on the Commanders game, but I just kept hearing. Christian McCaffrey touchdown. I'm like, oh, he must have ran one in. I'm like, oh no, he caught one. And then Christian, it just, it, it was insane. You know what? What Kyle Shanahan did to get this man um, was fantastic. I mean, he, he is lights out, awesome on any team. Uh, CMC just, just fantastic. I mean, he had 18 for 94 on the ground. He had eight for 55 through the air, and, and I mean, and then he throws a touchdown for for 34, for 34 yards, yards. It which wasn't is only one. what 21 yards less of Malik Willis. I mean, it's just. It's crazy. crazy on the kid. <laughs> it's just week. crazy what, what he just did. <laughs> right. he, he put this team on his back and said, we're, we're beating the Rams. It, it just, yeah, awesome. I can't say enough enough good things about him. Uh, Kittle found Pater. Brandon Ayuk found Pater, which he was the recipient of the McCaffrey touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. So Niners today just rolled. Uh, Rams, you know, a, as you said it, they are, are definitely in a lull. I mean, from what I did catch of this game when the Rams were on offense, outside of Cooper Cup, you know, it's just – they look slow. They just. I look think. Like I think Stafford just... is hurt. I, I really think that he's playing through an injury. Um, it's been something that he's done multiple times in his career, which is why I think, as far as like games started versus games available, he's like literally like one of the best, like top three, top five in the league, like all time. Uh, I, I, he's got to be dealing with something because th- this just isn't right. No. Yeah. They. They look slow. They look slow to process things out there. I'm not sure what's going on with them. Um, but uh, another quick note: this is one of the only weeks Matthew Stafford hasn't thrown an interception. Boo! <laughs> we want profit. Boo! That's right. Yeah. Where's the money? 
Uh, yeah. Um, outside of Cooper Cup, do you feel okay starting any of these guys moving forward? Robinson, Higby. I mean, uh, Higby, Higby, maybe, right? I mean, Higby, I think this was just a, a down week. Uh, but, the issue, but the issue with Higby is that Van Jefferson, I don't believe, played in this game. He'll most likely play in the next game, if not the game after that. That's the concerning part about Higby is because he had all of that volume. He had all of those targets. And now you're just going to continue to see the ball get spread around. Ben Skoranek is causing us issues in fantasy. I'm not saying to go pick him up. I Full disclosure, I do own him in a couple of spots in Dynasty just because Skoranek has looked like he's been on the same page with with Matthew Stafford at different points this season. Today, he only had one catch for 10 yards. Um, but, dude, this Ronnie Rivers guy, he had four catches for 15 yards. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Daryl uh, Henderson didn't do anything. He went four for 16. And this Ronnie Rivers guy went eight for 21. Who the hell is shy Ronnie? I don't, I don't know who this is. Does anybody trade for Cam Akers? I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't I think you're else. just doing the Rams a favor, and, and no one wants to do them a favor right now. Like, you're going to give the Rams a draft pick? No one's trying to do that. They yeah. screwed them. They they gave away their future with all the picks that they've swapped over the past couple of seasons. Like, no one's going to do them a favor and be like, oh, that running back, you're not even dressing or activating. You won't. Yeah, sure. Sixth, seventh round pick. I'd. I think that's what that's his market right now is 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 uh, fifth round plus. I don't. Would you give up a fifth round pick for him if you were a team? I, I'm not a Cam Akers believer, so no. But okay. I can see how somebody would do that potentially. He he was a good running back. Um, but I I mean I personally would not do that. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't be interested in it if I was the Ravens and like who else who else can you think of? I guess there's a lot of teams I could think of that could need a running back, but they seem like they really need one. I wouldn't do it if I was them. What do you think about um? Oh, uh, is it Kieran or Kyron Williams, the uh, Rams running back that the, the rookie that's coming off of IR? I, I think honestly, if he's out I have there, no in your leagues, I have no idea. I've I, asked I you about this Ronnie Rivers guy like four times now, and I don't, I, no I can't idea. get an answer no. out of you. Yeah, no, no idea. exactly. No, no one knows who he is. Like, what am I going to say about Kyron Williams? This guy, he led the running back room. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. I, I I don't know who Ronnie Rivers is. Um, I don't think it's going to be very. I mean. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, sorry, folks. Don't got an answer. How do I know who's gonna, who do I know who's going to carry the damn ball? I thought for sure it would have been Darrell Henderson show. Easy. Nope. Yeah. Shy Ronnie. I do think it's going to be Kyron Williams though when he comes back. Um, I Great. think him and yeah. Cool. So if if he's out there in, in any of your leagues, guys, uh, go pick him up. He's still on the IR. So if he's out there, um, until they activate him, you can stick him in your IR slot. Uh, there you go. You know, that that is somebody that I have tried to pick up in every single league because p- people forgot about him and he's coming back and they obviously hate Cam Akers. Daryl Henderson sucks. I mean, you know, doesn't Big hurt to have move. him on your roster. Yeah. Big go, brain move for sure. Uh, I have him in a couple of spots in Dynasty. I took him like he fell down the board so far after the uh, the combine. I think I got him a couple of spots in like the fourth and fifth round and some rookie drafts. All right, last up here, we've got the Giants and the Seahawks. Uh, oh. Giants took an L today, 6-2 and two now on the season. Seahawks, I mean, they might win their division. 5-3 and three now on the year, 27-13 to 13 in this one. Geno Smith just continues to show up. Just, like I, I believe he's the most accurate passer in the league this season, as far as like, if you take into consideration attempts. Not really too much to take away from this game other than I don't trust any Giants receivers. I trust a lot 
I trust a lot of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Both of those guys were questionable coming into this week. Metcalf, I you know, people are talking about him going to the IR. Yeah, he's fine. No big deal. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, this was fun for this week, but don't try it again next week if you started him this week. Four for 33, not terrible, not great, but I wouldn't test the waters again uh, beyond uh, week eight because Lockett and Metcalf are only going to be healthier. The running backs are the running backs. You want every bit of Saquon. You want every bit of Kenny Walker. Can you start Dan Jones going forward? Do you still feel comfortable with it? A lot of people are doing it. He he was listed as a top 10 quarterback this week. I don't think so, personally. Um, I, I, I think it's I very been, matchup dependent. Yeah, I haven't been on the train, so. No. Nope, I don't think so. You can start Saquon Barkley, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I but would say no. so. Dan Jones moving forward, no. I mean, it, very matchup-based. And, and honestly, this should have been a decent matchup for them. But, mm. I, I, you know, they, they have Saquon Barkley, right? Like, they, they don't. I don't, I don't think that they want to throw away the game. So, you know, there's really no point in doing that. And and look, they, they fell behind this game, and, and look what they still did. They still gave it to Saquon, right? Like, so there's really not a good scenario for Dan Jones to to get in here and be a start, you know, be a fantasy starter. Mm-hmm. Why um, did they not get Saquon the ball more in the passing game, though? Like, they, I, I mean, I know they have some weeks, but, like, this is a game where you're trailing. Like, I, I, I don't know why they don't pass to him more or set him up as a receiver, period. I'm not sure to be honest with you. I mean, it, it it it's mind-boggling to me too because as a Penn State fan, like I, I watched him mm. in college, fantastic with the ball in his hands, no matter what, right? Like you, right? And and his rookie season, same thing. I mean, he caught a, a shit ton of balls. Like I, well, I don't know that's, why that was always the that. thing when he came into the league was that no matter what, if he wasn't running the ball well, they would pass him the ball a lot, and that hasn't necessarily been the case. Yeah, well, and they have no wide receivers. I mean, they have Darius Slayton and, and Wandale Robinson, but like those guys aren't. Barn burners, right? They're 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 not guys well, that are. This is awesome. this is oh Robinson's God, first like bad game. Like the first couple of games back, he was looking good. I was I was very surprised with the amount of catches that Slayton had versus Wandell. Yeah. I, so what? Uh, five for sixty six Slayton, two for fifteen Wandale. Again, though, like this is the scenario where you should be passing the ball to Barkley a whole lot, right? Like right. let him let him make some moves on the defenders, you know, with the ball in his hand. So I don't know. I, I, I would imagine moving forward that it has to be, you know, there has to be an uptick. If they don't trade for a wide receiver, there has to be an uptick in Barkley's receiving game, uh, at least a little bit, right? I mean, three for nine, mm-hmm. that's that's nothing to write home about. I, I would like to see him at least get 50 yards a game through the air. I mean, that doesn't seem unreasonable for him, especially with what the Giants are working with on offense. This has got to be a team that buys a receiver. They're six and two. They they're in a they're in a good spot in the division. I feel like you know if you're if if, if there's a team that should be willing to give up that a pick, you know it, it should definitely be the Giants. When's the I mean when was the last time they were in this type of position go, going into the uh, the midway point of the season? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> it's this this is definitely they should be buyers in this in this market right now. They should definitely be buyers. The problem is that um, they have so much money wrapped up in Galladay, and I mean, I think they have the most expensive wide receiver room in the NFL, and their wide receiver room is the worst. Nobody's there. Just make money appear. <laughs> I don't know. Call the Rams. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. The Rams do it. <laughs> Just make money appear. It's the NFL. Like, come it, on. It is crazy, right? Like that. They Kenny Galladay just turn someone's where, contract into a signing bonus. I don't know. They'll figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like. It's a it the the salary cap is pretend in the NFL like you know what I mean like <laughs> figure it out you know what just go over the cap and pay some penalty 
your New York, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, Lockett or Metcalf, are either one of them sell or buy candidates for you? I would I would want to hold, I'd, I'd say. So I guess buy. But I don't know what I would I don't know what you would want to give up for them just because they are still both coming off of injuries. They looked good this week. Lockett dropped that damn touchdown in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Not making me would answer. you would you trade Lockett for Boyd? Yes. Yeah, see, that's where I'm at, too, with Lockett. Is like uh, that that Boyd tier, right where I Boyd my rankings, that's where I want to be anywhere from there and up with, with Lockett, um, especially with the Chase being out, you know? like Right, so Boyd has that upswing, and yep. um, they're talking about Chase not even hitting the IR. So if you're only getting Boyd up for, like, three weeks, like, even... even t- uh, yeah, but Tyler... even to this point, right. um, you know, he's still been awesome. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's had multiple 100-yard games. I mean, he's scoring touchdowns. Like he's, you're talking about he's, Lockett, right? No, 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 I'm talking about Boyd. Boyd, to this point in the year, has already had multiple 100-yard games. He's he's had multiple touchdowns already this year, even with Chase on the field. He's He's been almost as efficient as all the other wide receivers on that team, and he's the third yeah, wide yeah, receiver. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, holding hell. Like, he's he is very underrated, and um, I, I just had a, a buddy just asked me. He, he wanted to go get Boyd, and he's like, who can I give up? The, the guy gave him Tyler Boyd for Brian Robinson. I mean, just smash play for him, right? Like it's just That's, it's crazy. Yeah. So like I'm thinking in my mind, all right, like maybe as a fantasy, you know, analyst, you know, as a guy who who does a whole lot of stuff for fantasy, I'm like all over Boyd. So I'm like, all right, like I can see what he's gonna be to this offense. But a lot of people are like, yeah, it's Tyler Boyd, you know, he's he's whatever in that offense, right? Like, so right. we have to remember when we're trying to do trades with people, we have to think like, okay, these people may not know as much as we do with fantasy. Like, let, let's try to undercut them a little bit here and, and do some of that stuff. So just food mm-hmm. for thought for people, Tyler Boyd. I mean, even if you only get him for three to four weeks without Chase, that's still three or four really good weeks he's probably going to have. And then, again, you know, as you just saw, he's he's been very good. So Tyler Boyd's definitely somebody I would go uh, I'd go try to pick up. You know, I know he's not in this game, but. Um, I agree, think. though. Yeah, You've 100%. sold me. Um, I don't really have anything else in this game. Potentially. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't want to start Darius Slayton or Wandale. Do you? No, no. no. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I felt good about Wandale coming into this week, but again, he, he's a great playmaker. Like he is a guy that you can use with all that mischievous play calling, set him up with screens end around reverses. And he's got burners and he, you can take him down the sidelines. You know, I just feel like they're not using these receivers to, you know, strategically it's yep. the, the routes are the routes. Whoever runs them, runs them. Like there's no guy that they're targeting on any type of play. It's not like, you know, this one's drawn up for Slayton. This one's drawn up for Wandell, whatever, you know what I mean? And I just feel like they need to get a little bit more strategic with those ass- assets that they do have. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they ruined the Kadarius Tony relationship. I don't know what happened there, but if he was healthy, like if, like if he's healthy and he was dogging the injury the entire time, I'm going to laugh my ass all the way to Kansas city. Because that that just seems crazy to get rid of him, and you know, seeing how electric he was as an early playmaker um, when he was healthy uh, last season, just I don't know how you let that guy off your roster for so cheap, no less. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, the Giants could really use Evan Ingram right now. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> You're not wrong, but it, him and Dan Jones there. I mean, come on, it wasn't it wasn't there. No, nah, I mean it, it wasn't. But you know, that, like, they that's need some like, help. That that's a, just a toxic relationship. That's like your 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 high school ex, you know, that you just couldn't get off of, you know, sh- shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, a couple of big catches for Tunyon here. Yeah, Tunyon uh, getting, Dubs uh, just had a very good, nice catch. Uh, I think thirty something yards. I think. Aaron Jones, big game, best game of the season, one hundred and forty three rushing yards, three catches, nine reception yards. It's crazy. Imagine I that. Him. Imagine that. Come on, why'd you do that? Why'd, for I'd, I'd, I'd other options. 
Okay. Raheem Mostert, right. which obviously that's not working out currently, but I like the matchup better, right? Like, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah okay, I know. Okay. I've, uh, now, luckily, I'll, I'll win that, so I don't have to like cry myself to sleep tonight. But you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. right. I'm gonna be hugging my. I'm gonna be hugging Binky all the way to bedtime. <laughs> all right. And my wife is my wife is sick, so she's sleeping on the couch tonight. Oh, yeah, this, she's sleeping go. on the couch. Yeah, that's so right. It's not, bad, it's not <laughs> a bad situation. Yeah, it's not a bad deal. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty pretty good. Teach us your ways. What's that? I said, teach us your ways. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was her idea, not mine. I can't take oh, any credit. Yeah, she was just like, ah, oh, you know. Well, to be fair, she was waking me up like every other hour last night. So, all right, you got anything to uh, to close it down with? Oh, uh, no, I don't think so, man. I think we hit it all. Um, yeah, no, cool. Good day of football. I was glad that there was. I would say ninety percent of the games were 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 good to watch. So I uh, will agree. I, I will agree of that. I can. Yeah. That's something I can get behind. They were entertaining. But I was crying into my hands all day. So <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Yeah, take care. Be well. Be good, everybody. Uh, be, be sure to go to over to Comment below. Comment below. That, comment below. Yeah. Win like the jersey. Button. Download. Yeah. Download. Get your notifications download. on. Download the episode. Do it right now. All right. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Smash the fantasy tab. We've got everything that you need. We've got IDP. We've got Dynasty. We've got Snapshare articles. We're going to be having some uh, Battle Royale articles coming up for some yes. DFS. And boy, do we got some DFS content. We've got DFS stacks. We've got flow charts. Everything you need to make money and profit in fantasy football. Come ride with us. We will take care of you. Take care. Be well. Be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.